when we make efforts to improve ourselves, we can succeed a lot more when we have a structure with which to build around. And we're going to talk about what that structure is and how you can implement it in your life to see changes you want to see personally. This is the Fathers Who Fight podcast. Welcome to episode 36 of the Fathers Who Fight podcast. This is Rob, and looking at me is Lloyd. Hello, Lloyd. How you doing, Rob? <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. They can't see us looking at each other, but, uh, you know, it just, we're in the studio, making it happen. <laughs> studio is, is our houses, you know, right. over technology. It's not like we're professional awesomeness, but... <laughs> I know we've fooled you up until now, everybody, that we are professionals, right? But no, we're not. We're just uh, amateurs working out of our home. <laughs> we're just dads trying to do best. We are. In fact, we are fathers banding together to strengthen one another in following Jesus Christ and resisting the enemy of our souls by living eternal warrior principles. Absolutely. And speaking of Jesus Christ... Last time, we issued a challenge based around faith in Jesus Christ, right? Yep. challenge was to act in faith or do something to strengthen your faith, do something to exercise faith. So how has yours been, Rob? For me, I have been trying to... Uh, so when I, I have a job where I can listen to things throughout the day. Um, I'm by myself a lot, driving around. And so I, I have podcasts I listen to. I Sometimes I listen to political podcasts. And I've really been wanting lately to really feel like I'm hearing God's voice. And I know that when I'm listening to things, not bad things, but just if I'm constantly filling my ears and my mind with things, I'm not really giving myself opportunity to hear the voice of the Lord. And so I've, for me, it's a, an exercise in faith to, to try and get in tune with, with God's voice. And so I've, I've turned off a lot of the podcasts I listen to. Uh, when, I, when I am listening to something, it's intentional. Um, I always make sure I listen to a, a conference talk each day. That's part of my, part of my uh, quote-unquote reading goal, um, which we're going to talk about here in a second. But uh, so it, if some, there have been some days where I, that's all I've listened to. I've listened to a, a, a conference talk and that's it. But other times I just, I'm intentional. I listen to another uplifting podcast uh, or um, a book, a, you know, a, a church book or something like that. Again, the, the, the desire is to try and be able to put myself in a position to hear God's voice. So that's how I've been exercising my faith and, and, I think it's going to take more work, but I do feel like it is creating a new habit and a new practice where where I can feel confident that God's voice will come. Uh, you know, where I'm not I'm not doubting. Like, am I not hearing God's voice because I'm listening to too many other things? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I've been working on, and and I I will continue to work on it, and and hopefully 
hear God's voice more. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. What about you? Well, for me, um, a couple thoughts I want to share. Sometimes we feel the spirit and we feel it strongly. We get an answer to our prayers, something like that. Mm-hmm. But that feeling it isn't always with us. Mm-hmm. I believe acting in faith is acting that like we heard that answer even when we don't feel it. So a week, six months later, whatever it is, still acting, trusting, acting like we had an answer to our prayers, like we know what is right. And so um, that's the kind of stuff I've been working on. Like you, I'm also reading a book. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one is specifically on um, hearing the voice of God and um, improving our prayer life. Mm. So that's one way I'm working on it, acting in faith. Um, I've also um, just trying to be more intentional about making time for God, making time to listen to hymns, making kind of the same stuff you were just talking about, just acting in faith, acting like I know it's true and really doing it, not just wishing or wanting or, doing it on Sunday, but I'm trying to do it every day. Good. Good. That's great. And I think it just makes a difference. I, I yeah. feel good. And so just the peace that comes from trying to do what's right, I, I think that's the reward of acting in faith. Yeah. There's a, a word that we hear every week um, or a, a phrase always remember him and you know are we really supposed to always remember him and i think i think it is literal (laughs) yeah that's not to say that we can't read other things or be involved in things that aren't spiritual but when we're doing those things but like you said doing them intentionally with you know what how how am i going to benefit from this or how can i help others with this exactly you know you can Play basketball like a disciple of Christ versus mm. something else, you know, yeah. or, or whatever you're doing. Just do it like you're a believer. It's funny you, you saying basketball reminded me. There was one time I heard uh, a talk from a brother in our ward at the time. Uh, he soon after became the stake president, not because of this statement, but <laughs> just because <laughs> he was a good man. But anyway he was talking about the book of Mormon and how the book of Mormon influences his life. And I'll never forget. He said, the book of Mormon teaches me how to cheer at BYU basketball games. And that really hit me hard because, you know, I, I would go to games and, you know, if there's a bad call, ah, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> that mob mentality. Yeah. <laughs> But um, he, he was listing a bunch of things that the Book of Mormon helps him with. And that was one of the things that he mentioned. And, and I'll always remember that, that. And that's one way that we can always remember the Savior. If we're keeping his spirit with us, we'll, we'll be respectful when we're cheering on our favorite team. There you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, again, as always, we, we want to hear from you as far as how the challenges are going for you, the successes you're having, maybe even some failures you're experiencing. Our email address is fathershofight at lifechangingservices.org. And we'd love to hear from you. And by the way, if uh, in our show notes, 
there's always a, a link you can go to where you can actually leave a voicemail. And so we'd be happy to hear your voices too. That'd be awesome. Yeah, send it your way. It's it's been a while since I've done this, but I wanted to uh, point out that uh, we're getting more and more listeners uh, in other countries. Oh, awesome. um, yeah, since we last talked about it, uh, I think uh, Norway, Japan, Morocco, Spain, and the Philippines. Oh, awesome! So yeah, we've got uh, listeners all over, and wherever you are, we definitely want to hear from you. Yep. Pretty exciting. And if you're so inclined, take a moment to rate and review us and give us those those five stars. So as we hinted at the top, um, wanted to talk about one uh, a structure that, that we use at Life Changing Services that really helps in our self-improvement. All the programs that we that we have at Life Changing Services, whether self-improvement or marriage improvement, we have goal-oriented and goal-focused programs. And I'm going to explain exactly how that works here in a second. But um, to to introduce it, think of a, a fire. In fact, Lloyd, you were telling me you uh, you taught some young boys how to how to build a fire last night, right? Yeah, we did. Um, first thing we taught them was um, how to be safe. Taught them about the three elements of fire: that uh, you need oxygen and heat and fuel. <clears throat> but what we focused on was how to be successful. And Mm -hmm. what we talked about actually applies to what we're going to talk about tonight. That is that you got to start with tender, something with very fine fibers. What I like to use is um, cedar bark. You rip out the insides and you rough it up and make a, looks like a bird's nest with it. And those little fibers just light really fast with um, even the smallest spark. But then on top of that, you need kindling and let the heat from the tender light the kindling. The kindling is the really small sticks, the stuff between the size of a toothpick and a shish kebab skewer. (laughs) And then when... By the way, the proper name is Shishka Robert, if you didn't know. (laughs) Shishka Robert. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Sorry. No, that's great. And then, you know, so... By the way, this is Fathers Who Fight, so we are allowed to give dad jokes anytime we want. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, then you go to a little bigger um, sticks to even a little bigger sticks until you get fine, you know, slowly build up to the big fuel logs. And the reason we do that is if you ever tried to take a match and hold it up to a great big log, <laughs> it doesn't light. It doesn't work. Um, but so we taught them that if you start with the small stuff and build bigger and bigger and bigger, then um, you can quickly. Matter of fact, there was one time it was funny. The, these kids, they were some of them were um, young, um, just eight years old, and you could tell that they've never used matches before, and that's okay. I mean, hmm. that, that's appropriate. Eight's probably a good age to. With a you know a supervising adult to let them have a first time match, but they would they would hold it right by the tip when they strike it, so they were holding it really firm, you know, and 
And then, you know, of course, because they're holding it right by the tip, you know, it gets hot. And so they just throw it into the fire pit rather than, <laughs> you know. And I was like, no, you can hold the end of the stick. And if you hold it down, then the flame comes right up into your fingers. No, you hold it <laughs> up or at least flat. So the flame. Does. So anyway, I was showing him that. And I got a little too close to the tinder and the whole thing went boom. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oops, didn't mean to light it that fast. So I was just trying to show you how you can hold a match without <laughs> burning your fingers. <laughs> but, yeah, it's because I, I taught him how to build it properly. Yeah, just one little spark, and it went up quick. So why are we talking about fire? We're talking about fire because the, it's symbolic of our motivation for goals that we set. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we should have some smaller goals, some, some medium sized goals as it were, and, and some large goals or, or purposes for, for which we, we try and reach and, and, and achieve. And yeah, like you said, if, if our, okay, so let me put this into how we, how we usually talk about this. We ask a lot, why are you fighting? And it can be really tempting and, and it's, it's proper and appropriate to say, I'm fighting for eternal life. And yes, that is ultimately what we're fighting for. Well, that's probably a, a log goal yep. or a log reason, would you say? Log. Yep. Right, right. It's so, out there in the distance somewhere. You can't really focus on it right now. It's just some big thing out there. Yeah, exactly. So... To achieve that ultimate goal, to, to catch that log on fire, you need to do some smaller things that will help you to better catch the vision and and really specify how you're going to achieve that goal of fighting for eternal life and, and achieving eternal life. And build so, momentum, too. If right. you, your small little goals, you can use this get started, get some momentum, get some success under your belt to work towards the bigger ones. So if it's just easy, low hanging fruit, you can knock it out and get that momentum to help carry you forward. Exactly. So the structure that we have at Life Changing Services uh, that we use with the men, at least uh, the men and young men is uh, an acronym called manpower, M-A-N-P-W-R. And those are six goals, six daily goals that we try and accomplish so that we can achieve self-mastery, so that we can connect with our source of power, which is God, so that we can connect with and serve others and and get that momentum going to prepare ourselves to achieve eternal life. <laughs> if that's If that's ultimately what you're fighting for, which hopefully it is. So... We want to take to take a moment, and and at the end, of course, we'll we'll challenge you to to begin the process of setting goals for yourself and achieving them. And so, to help you decide maybe where you want to do that, um, what what areas you want to set goals in, we'll talk about what manpower is. So, Lloyd, tell us what the M stands for in manpower. So the M stands for minister. Typically, that means doing something for somebody else serving, helping, getting out of your own shell, doing something that benefits someone else. Right. 
Yeah. And I think that's really important because when we're trying to make changes in ourselves, that is, again, that's a, that's a very good thing to do, but the temptation can be to focus too much on ourselves. Yeah. And again, we, we work a lot with, with men and young men who have pornography addictions and that particular addiction is very isolating and very self-focused. And so the, the ministering goal helps a person to get outside themselves, focus on other people. And uh, I mean, sheesh, I can't tell you how many times, well, it's every time (laughs) where I try and serve someone and I always feel better Mm -hmm. about myself when I do it. Yep. There's, there's never any regrets for doing something nice for somebody. Yep. So the, the ministering goal to be specific, because in fact, let me step back a little bit too. We, we also talk a lot about an acronym SMART and Lloyd, you know what SMART means, right? Yes. Yeah. SMART goals. The S stands for specific. That means making your goal specific, like, uh, let's see what a vague goal would be. Um, I'm How about going do something to, nice for someone every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking exercise, you know, I'm going to oh, exercise okay. this week, you know, that, you know, yeah. rather than say, I'm going to do 50 push ups every day. You know, that, that's the difference between um, specific and vague. The, so M, the next, and SMART is measurable. It's got to be something you can keep track of. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it's 50 push-ups, if I did 20, I know how I measure up <laughs> my goal of 50, you know? As long as you can count to 50, you can measure whether you did 50 push-ups. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so it's measurable, whether that's a time frame uh, counting, yes, yeah, something that you can measure. Well, part of measuring is keeping track, mm-hmm. which is um, a very important part of manpower. Um, we actually have a calendar that uh, it's not like a monthly calendar, but it has spaces for 28 days because that's a good number to help build habits. So you can mark off how you did every day, and that way you can measure doing so a goal should be measurable the a and smart is um, accountable which ties in with what i just said with our calendar you need some way to be held accountable whether you're holding yourself accountable or you have an accountability partner um, something like that to keep track of that and the r is relevant so for example if I don't know. Diet's just easy stuff to talk about. If you're trying to work on your weight, you're trying to build muscle or something like that, and your goal is to not watch TV, that's not really relevant to weight. Well, I guess maybe not sitting on the couch, but you know, <laughs> but be more specific. Push-ups or eating habits is going to be a uh, if. What you're trying to work on is weight, then that's a lot more relevant than sitting and watching TV. Hmm. Yeah, so relevant and then timely or time-based. So it's very important when you're setting goals to be able to achieve them 
that's one of the reasons that we have them time-based is because, uh, f like, for example, the calendar that we, I just mentioned is 28 days. And so at the end of 28 days, you can say, yay, I did great. Let's celebrate. <laughs> or, okay, yeah, time to reevaluate and try again. And so that's um, YT for time-based. Right. How would you add to that, Rob? Very good. Um, no, I think that's I think that covers it pretty well. Um, with uh, with the A goal, I I also um, like to think of it as as actionable. Mm -hmm. You know, something that requires action. Um, and I mean, I I was trying to think of a goal where you could set it that wouldn't require action. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if there is one, but uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, that's a, another, another use for the, for the A, but um, quick example. Um, and we'll go with the one you started. I, I will do 50 push ups, So that is, um, certainly measurable and fairly specific, but if you, um, it's even better if you say I will do 50 push-ups before seven o'clock every morning. So, you know, you're given it that time element. It's specific. There's a, there's a time cue to it. Of course there's action, I guess, uh, you know, that are that relevant, I guess that could also, you know, you have to think about where you are in life as far as, is it relevant or not? Yeah. Well, another exa example is um, I want to have $10 million in the bank when I retire. <laughs> you know, maybe you're, if you're 20 years old, yeah, that's a good thing to start working on. But getting a job, <laughs> yeah, a yeah. better goal, <laughs> might be go. more relevant than retiring with $10 million. Yeah. Well, I th yeah. So I think uh, that's a, that's a good example of like a log type goal, right? So that's yeah. that's fine if that is your goal. But yeah, you're gonna you got to set smaller goals, uh, more specific goals to help you to achieve that that big time. Yep. Goal. Yeah. We started talking about ministering, and we got off onto the the smart aspect smart. of it. Yep. Yeah. So so a ministering goal could be I'm a, a smart ministering goal could be I'm going to leave a, a post-it note for my wife um, on her computer screen um, every day before I leave for work. Something yep. something along those lines. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. So I was just trying to think of yep. an example. Yeah. One thing that I've done with my goals, um, just because life is life, is um, I have a certain amount of options. So, yes, I have very specific things, hmm. but I've got like six to choose from. So, like Ooh, you just, yeah. so like you just said, post it note on our screen. Well, I could buy her flowers on the way home from work, and that would qualify as well. Or I was just scraping my brain and it went blank. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's, but, no, but yeah, that's a great concept. So, I, I have several options for my goals that. So I can choose from. So while it's specific, um, if life happens, I can still do something to meet my goal. Yeah, that's great. Have a menu of things to choose from. That's a, that's a really great idea so that you're not so 
bound by, yeah, if, if something changes on a given day and it's really not possible to get that one thing done, you've got other things that you can do. Or you just want to change, change it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So that is the M goal in manpower. The A goal is an accountability goal, at least at the beginning, but it also can be an action goal. So accountability is, uh, again, if, if you feel like you could really use your use someone's help in accomplishing your goals, then checking in with them every day, uh, having an accountability partner can really be helpful in, in achieving those goals. I know anytime, you know, we have to, anytime I have to report my goals to somebody, it's very motivating to, to try and make sure I get them done as well as possible. Um, even so, if you just you're gonna send somebody a text message to say how you did on your goals, that's, right? That's good enough. That's accountability. Yep. Uh, another option for the A is uh, what we call an action goal, and um, the action goal, going back to what Lloyd was talking about, could be a a goal where you're trying to you know work out, you're trying to become healthier. But it can also be an action on a, a passion project that you've developed. And, and maybe in a future episode, we'll, we'll talk about passion projects a little bit. But um, passion projects can really be motivating because whenever you're working on yourself, you're not always working on things that you're good at. But if you have a passion project that gets you excited and helps you to kind of stay in your wheelhouse, that can, um, that can really help you to stay on track as far as accomplishing the other goals that might be a little bit harder. Yep. What's the end goal, Lloyd? That's a no goal. That's something you're trying to remove from your life. Mm -hmm. um, so an example I've mentioned before, and I finally am getting some traction with it, is, uh, is not say let negative thoughts or negative words come out of my mouth. Mm. And because, yeah, I don't want to be hurtful. So... That's my end goal. Good. Good. Yeah. For me, one time I had, I'm a man, I love sweets. <laughs> <laughs> and I had the goal of, of not eating any sweets, any sugary treats. And whew, that was, that was definitely a challenge. Um, I got to a point where I did pretty well with it. Um, I don't do it anymore, but it was, it was, yeah, it, it was something that I felt I needed to do and, and uh, it was a challenge, but it's possible. So anyway, yeah, it, the end goal could be anything, anything you're trying to to not have in your life anymore. Yep. Um, all right. And then we come to our PWR goals, which are our connection with God goals, uh, at least, yep. uh, yeah, for the most part. So the P, as you might be able to imagine, is a prayer goal. And we, we kind of recommend kind of a baseline of, of a, at least a five minutes twice a day connection with God in prayer. But the, the idea is to, to at least do it no matter, no matter what you decide, whether you, whether you decide to time it or whether you decide um, I'm going to, during my prayers, I'm going to listen more than I speak or, you know, whatever it is something where you're having meaningful connections with God through prayer every day. Yeah. And it all depends on where you're at. You know, if you don't pray at all, then just praying is a good start. If you are praying, but it's pretty thoughtless, then, you know, maybe setting a timer. So you have to th take time and think and 
do or you know like you just said maybe it's not time or whatever it's you know making time to listen um, yeah there's all sorts of options depending on where you're at right what's the w goal it's for writing so writing refers to some kind of journaling um, whether that's just writing about your day in a journal whether that's writing a letter to god which is uh, basically a written prayer it's a different exercise in communicating with god which is really really powerful or it can even be writing um, for young men we encourage them to write to their future wife um, i've heard of people writing to future children writing to yourself my future self or even writing to yourself as a child there's lots of different options for writing yeah yeah you don't want it to be the kind of writing where it's like uh, i i had a bologna sandwich for lunch today it was the third time this week and i'm really getting tired of it um (laughs) yeah it's it's supposed to be something meaningful and those the form of a a letter to god or to someone important in your life uh, yeah it's a it's a letter that you probably won't ever send or show the person but by doing that it really helps you to to really get in tune with you know, what you're working on, what they mean to you. Yeah, things that are a lot more important than what you had for breakfast. Part of my writing is I focus on gratitude. What am I grateful for? What blessings did I receive that day? Count my blessings. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's lots of things. That's just one thing I include. Yeah. For me, uh, one time my writing goal was uh, I would start the day It because writing a lot of times people will leave it to the end of the day, myself included. But uh, I did my writing goal one time to be at the very beginning of the day and I wouldn't be able to do anything else until I wrote down three reasons why I'm fighting that day. Oh, awesome. And so for me, that was a good motivator to to get out of bed, to <laughs> to stay focused on what was most important. And then lastly, the reading goal. And that is a goal where you are connecting with God through scriptures and other uplifting literature. There's, uh, I, I know for me, speaking of uh, earlier when I was talking about trying to hear God's voice, um, I, I feel like I hear God's voice most when I study the scriptures. And so for me, it's a, it's a really indispensable part of my day. Um, but you know, with, uh, and I mentioned too, that I, I do some scripture study and then I, I listen to at least one conference talk every day. And even though it's not actual reading, I'm still, um, connecting with God's words that way. All those, those three things of PWR goals help you again to connect with God yep. and put yourself in a place to hear him. Yeah. I like to look at it as part of putting my armor on every day. I like it. Uh, Karen Broadhead, once in one of the classes I took from her, she talked about it like, are you going to show up for battle just wearing a loincloth or just a diaper? (laughs) No, you want to put on armor before you go to battle. So (laughs) I'm going to do my manpower goals. So I've got my armor on. (laughs) I need that shield and sword. And so, yeah, that's, that's how I look at it. I I want to be prepared for battle, so I want to do my manpower. Yeah, 
That's a really great way to look at it. One thing I'd like to add too, um, there's there's a book called The Power of Habit, and that one is really good for giving you ideas on on how to successfully implement goals and uh, create habits in your life. One thing they said in that book was that um, that if you can create routines in your day, uh, routines help reduce uncertainty and conflict between potentially warring parties. So in our case, you know, a warring party, you know, it'd be Satan and God. And so if, if it's important for us to try and connect with God, if we can develop a routine for our day, for when we do our power actions or all of our goals, frankly, then, then it becomes a matter of this is what I do at this time. And that's, it's non-negotiable. I mean, anytime you can take choices out of the, like, for example, you know, the, the famous example is what's the name? Steve jobs, where he would wear the same thing every day because it just, it uh, helped him to just not worry about, you know, it was one less thing to worry about. Yeah. And, and so there was no conflict of, of, yeah, he, he could, um, use his brain for more important things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's something to consider is, is creating routines to as far as when you do your goals. You know, for me, um, it's establishing habits. I guess, yeah, habit, and I use habit and routine synonymously, but yeah, every morning I have my routine and and I'm successful as long as I stay on my routine. If something throws me off, then I have to really struggle to get everything done and get back on track. And that's the routine really helps. Right. And there are differing opinions uh, out there as far as how long it takes to create a habit. Um, you know, I've heard anywhere from like 28 days to like 63 days. So, but it, again, in life-changing services, we we kind of have that baseline of, of 28 days. Try and, try and do each of your manpower goals for 28 days straight. And if you're doing that, you're probably going to have some good success when it comes to making changes that you're hoping to see in your life. And it's not as simple as it sounds. It takes oh. time. <laughs> and effort and and that's okay that's part of the process it's all about rewiring our brains it's about learning what it takes to be successful and implementing those skills those routines whatever we need to put in place to be successful figuring that out implementing it in our lives that's the change that lasts. That's the change that we want to become what and who we want to be. And it's okay that it takes time. It's okay to make mistakes and have to start over. Um, the point is, is to not give up. A couple of tricks that are very helpful uh, when setting goals. I've been told that don't make more than two of them really, really hard goals. Mm have out of the six have four ones that are you know i can do without putting too much effort into it and then have two of them that really challenge you really push you put really stretch you and let the momentum you get from accomplishing the four simple ones 
help propel you forward on the harder ones. You know, and then once you get your 28 days, then it's time to reevaluate and say, you know, do I need to keep practicing this? Do I need to keep working on this? Or is it time to add something a little harder? Because I've mastered this. You know, I'm the one I mentioned about not letting negative words come out of my mouth. It took me close to a year before I got my first set of 28 days with that. Mm. and I still that one's still on my calendar that's still one of my goals because while I can get that goal a lot faster and easier now at first it was win one day lose the next (laughs) (laughs) you know just get three days under and crash and burn and but um but now I can I can get a week without putting too much effort into it but I'm not ready to move on to a different no goal because I'm not perfect. Well, I'm never going to be perfect, but <laughs> it's not good enough that it's like, okay, I'm consistent enough for this that it's time to put something else in place. You're not where you want to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sound advice. I think, especially if you're, if you're going from, yeah, I don't really have any direction in my life to, okay, I'm going to have six goals every day. <laughs> I think that's really sound advice to, yeah, to make no more than two of them really challenging. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the great thing about goals too, is that they are not set in stone. If it's the kind of thing where you just really can't succeed at it, then yeah, evaluate. Is this, am I, is this too hard or is it still relevant in my life uh, or do I need to move from something, you know, move on to something else? So yeah, that's, that's one thing that I've, that has been happening for me over the last couple months is even though, yeah, there is some disappointment if I don't accomplish a goal, I, I'm not getting down on myself like I used to because I'm recognizing that, okay, this is a goal I was trying for, you know, it's not like, um, you know, God commanded me to do this or I'll be smitten. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, but, you know, even if, you know, if you don't make it all the way, maybe you make 90% or 75%, hey, at least you've improved. Maybe you didn't accomplish everything you wanted to, but hopefully you've at least made some progress. And that's something Absolutely. to celebrate. Absolutely. So we kind of hinted at it before, but as we uh, wrap this up here, it's not the beginning of the year, Lloyd, but is it uh, is it okay to set goals at any other time besides January 1st? <laughs> I never set goals on January 1st because <laughs> I set goals all year long. So Good. <laughs> I don't know what other, what works for other people, but that's what works for me. Yeah. No, I think I think that's I think that's what we should be doing. I think constant improvement. And yeah, I mean sometimes again, going back to that relevance thing, you set a goal at the beginning of the year and you think it's going to be relevant all year, but then, you know, life changes. Um, I'm guessing, uh, especially last year, nobody yeah. was expecting that in March, everybody's lives would be turned upside down. So yeah. probably had to <laughs> yep. turn things around. So what's uh, what's the challenge for this time? The challenge is, to, well, it depends on where you're at. If you've never set a goal and set one goal, if, if you've done some goaling, then we challenge you to print off the man calendar. Rob's going to put it in the show notes and try it. 
and see what you can do. Um, if you've got a loved one or somebody who's willing to do it with you, then yeah, each of you print out a calendar, hang them next to each other, and you can compare and keep hold each other accountable. So yeah, whatever works for you, we challenge you to set a goal and do something about it. Yeah. And at the very least, try to get it going for 28 days. Yep. Yeah. In fact, uh, so we've got some special guests in our next episode and uh, we we're we're not going to talk about our we're not we're not going to talk about this challenge next time. We'll talk about it in two times. So that'll be about 28 days. So that'll give you some time to get going on some uh, some goals that you've set. But the idea is to be intentional yep. and to make some serious focused effort on changing something that you want to change in your life. Yep. You are powerful. And the the manpower acronym is a good reminder of that. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so thank you for listening. And yeah, next time we're, we're really excited about the next episode. So make sure you tune into that again. Feel free to contact us at fathers who fight at lifechangingservices.org or go to lifechangingservices.org and check out the the programs that we offer. Our Eternal Warriors program is a, a great program to help you to um, work on self-mastery things that you want to work on. And we have lots of other things, something for everyone. Yep. So again, thank you. And we will catch you next time on the next episode of the Fathers Who Fight podcast. <laughs>